workshop. Joke workshop? <laughs>
uh, I mean, you guys don't work together, but do you guys appear in the same clubs? And Yeah, we've done a lot of, I think we've done a handful of things together up in Portland and around. And I mean, we, maybe not all, all the time all in the same show or whatever, but like the same, you hit the same venues all the yeah. time. And do you guys ever actually have venues in the same night and one going after the other? Yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I've got, yeah. Like on open mics and shit. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. This is for people who aren't in the stand up comedy I, yeah. game. I refuse I to work with Carl. No, yeah. I, no, Carl and I, we work together. Uh, we've done, let's see. Yeah, it's, it's wild. You'll, you'll definitely run into people at a show and then peel off to a different show and meet up at an open mic at midnight. You know, word, like it's, word, yeah. word. It's yeah. a community. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's a, that's one of the coolest things I found about like especially like the San Francisco comedy community is like just sort of like when you've like I don't know about anybody else, but like I walked around for a lot of years going like where the fuck is my tribe at? And like I finally found some people like it wasn't the musicians, it wasn't the actors, it was the fucking like comedians, like these smart fuckers who are a little weird but like are just sort of into their shit and like don't give a fuck and they're I love them. I have a, I have yeah. a, yeah, they generally are really nice people too. Yeah, they're all fucked up, but I'm not pouring nice. any whiskey. <laughs> You're just talking about comedy. I'm just going to sit back and just drink whiskey while you guys just talk. Oh, no, no, I want you to tell me about that ride, brother. Oh, What's, what is Templeton uh, Rye? This is not, this is not endorsed or sponsored by Templeton Rye. <laughs> I know <laughs> this entire this entire sequence. Of Otherwise, not. no, <laughs> no shit. I got. Uh, this is a four-year rye whiskey. Uh, but we're changing <laughs> subjects already. It's was... fine. We can bounce around, brother. Got, it's only five minutes. Do you guys in. drink rye whiskey? You guys drink yeah, a little oh, bit yeah. of whiskey. Yeah. Here we go. I like whiskey. Here, you guys can can smell this. Don't drink it. It's it's my glass. <laughs> wow. No. What? No. What? I didn't bring glasses for everybody. I well, I mean, I this glass could be for them, and then you're going to have none for they've yourself. Got, uh, they've got red cups out in the... Oh, if you want to get some red cups, man, <laughs> I'll pour go. you a little bit of rye whiskey. There you go. Yeah, this is a kind of... Apparently, this is uh, the good stuff. Here's um, it. Nice. Like that Wild Turkey 101 playboy. Uh, you, you, you've been on and on about Wild Turkey 101 rye for last two weeks it's my favorite rye whiskey. i bring whiskey and he's like i want the wild turkey one one rye no no i, I, I tell you that's my favorite one that's it man i didn't tell you that's what i want Ooh. you can tell that he likes wild turkey one one rye yeah i do uh, i got a few tumblers in here all right yeah yeah there you go Ooh. Well, uh what's the, what's our <clears throat> it's pendleton no. temple templeton. templeton yeah what is it out of it is uh, I don't, I don't want to give you too much in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's it was. Shut it's a festival, time. so we've been. I've been. Uh, they've been. They've been fine. Out be late. Fine. And, you know, <laughs> they're, fine. <laughs> they're fine. Yeah. That, that says the guy who's like into. Uh, they're fine, man. Don't but worry man, about it. Pam slept here all worry. night after being here at the bar, bro. <laughs> These cats actually came in from fucking somewhere from last night. They're fine. They're <laughs> fine. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. And you just like, you know, you, you, whiskey and coffee. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Thank you. So where, where, is, where is the riot? Where is it so this of? is interesting stuff. Um, if you guys know about this, this is a particular rye whiskey. You guys know about Bullet, Bullet Rye, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Redemption Rye, a bunch of other rye whiskeys. They, the weird thing about whiskey is that they actually source their whiskey from a major big conglomerate producer and then they just get the stuff and then they do stuff finish it off themselves mm-hmm. so like this is the same so they all a lot of these whiskey companies whiskey makers will get their stuff from uh, midwest grain products 
I know. That sounds awesome. <laughs> what, Midwest, Midwest grain, grain product. product. So it's a it's in Indiana. They're just a huge. I grew up in that town. Yeah. I, grew, I grew up in. Yeah, I was gonna say I grew up in fuzzy Kalamazoo, Michigan. That sounds yeah, like yeah, my ass. <laughs> yeah. It's the, uh, the is it the Bible Belt or the Corn Belt or it's the Rust Belt? The Rust Where's Belt. The Rust? No. Is that Detroit. Detroit's just the a Rust. fucking city. It's just like the Rust Belt, the Corn Belt, Bible Michigan, Belt. Honestly, like, weirdly, like almost parts, East Coast. Different parts of your weirdly. body are gonna be connected to the Bible. So Bible Belt is like there's it's down in your junk. The Bible Belt's like Oklahoma and Mississippi and like all. So that's down. That's the deep south down near your junk, right? The Corn Belt is like right in your right in your abs. Talking about right, yeah, near your abs. Okay. Corn corset or something. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That might be corn corset. That's a good. That's a good mnemonic device. Keeping it tight. So, so the rust belt is up in your nips. Is that is it? The rust belt. The rust belt is still by your by your belly. It's kind of like your pancreas. No, your rust belt is over here by your kidney. Weirdly, because that's like Pennsylvania, right? Uh, Maybe like I thought a belt is a. I thought a belt is a latitude. We're not talking about like a. What kind of line? What kind of belt are you wearing? I'm just saying you were wrapping this thing around your body, okay? So I was like, well, if the first belt is around your waist, the second one's around your chest, then the third one's going to be sort of a sash over here by your ribs. What would be? There's a lot. There's a lot less rye than the Jim Beam right we had. Yeah. Sorry. What? What were you saying? I was going to say, what would the West Coast be as far as belts? Like I don't know. It's like it's like a slingshot. No. It's like a slingshot. It's It'd be a fucking sash. It'd be a sash. It'd be a sash. There you go. There you go. We are. We we've been Miss Congeniality since 1850. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They still do. They still have a Miss Congeniality. I would assume. Like so. at, at beauty pageants. Do you think they still have yeah. that? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean, because there's a the movie know about but. beauty pageants, but if I had to guess, yeah. Whoa, okay, that's the whole thing. What is miscongeniality? I have to look that up. Like I don't know. You don't really have to look that up. It's just kind of like we can just BS about it. Up. What is, what do you do to do? To it's win like, Miss Congeniality. It's like having a really good personality and like smart and shit. Oh, you have what? Fifteen minutes in a beauty pageant to really express the true character of Yo, the personality. Yo, man, look how much we've done in ten minutes right now. <laughs> okay, we've done we've done shit. Okay, we've done absolute shit. How's that rye whiskey? No, it's delicious. Um, so this is apparently this is the good stuff. It's just called a rye whiskey because, uh, interestingly enough, is not it, it can't be called a straight rye, uh, even though um, it's aged for four years. The idea is that apparently they put flavoring additives to it. Oh God, I looked up the wrong word. I looked up congenitality. <laughs> Damn it! Hey, that's the rye whiskey working well, what working I, its game. What I found, and I yeah, it's uh. In, in the beauty pageant world, it is the 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 person, the contestant who's voted best by all the other contestants. Oh, it's the peer review. It's, like the, it's the Screen yeah. Actors Guild Award yeah, of, yeah, of the, beauty pageants. There you go. It's the SAG Award. Yeah. It's the SAG it's the, Award of I guess That kind of means, through. I would think that would mean more, you know? Yeah. Like, I like, like, like it a, when yeah, your peers are like, yeah, yeah, she's the one or he's the one. Fuck all the other people who are watching this shit. fuck about... I don't know. That's, that's what really matters. The producer. Yeah, that's, that's what really matters. That's right? the whole difference between like, yeah, like if you look like watching the Oscars and there was all that controversy this year with like Green Book winning, but everybody was like, what, like why pick Green Book? That was like it was a it was a movie that was written and directed by like white dudes about like this like white redemption story. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the the Academy is patting themselves on the back, being like. 
we gave it to one black guy. Yeah. <laughs> and there you go. It's like, we didn't want, like, Black Panther was already out there. Yeah, and like, we just wanted to be, like, cute and just put it, bring, give it to this other kind of movie like, about I, black people. I saw Black Klansman, and that was like a, I mean, that was mm. a serious, that's mm. a real story. It was a serious movie. It was yeah. like, man, when I was watching, I was like, what? Like, could not believe that that was going on. Like, that, that there was a person happened. who actually infiltrated the KKK. I'd say the one I like. I like. Or he infiltrated, or he tried to like basically. He did. He did inf- I mean, he was yeah. calling in. Uh, what was it, Ron? Ron Stallworth. Uh, yeah. Now he was calling in to David Duke, the oh yeah, Grand Wizard of the Clan, and and being like, hey man. Uh, race mixing is awful, and and like he built this relationship, and then got in like deep into the clan, and it's yeah. crazy. It's just an insane story. My favorite one still is Spider Man, the new Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> what's the one? What's the fuck's it called? To the multiverse the or whatever. Multiverse. That motherfucking movie is the shit. Okay. Wait, right. wait. Which it's got is some it? The real sp- black shit. Is it the new Spider? Wait, are we- it's got some real cool action shit. It's a fun ass movie and it's like dynamic and I look I owned a video store for like or I owned a video store for five years I worked in records for fifteen years total but like I've no movies I've watched movies my whole life Holy that shit. fucking movie is so right on it's like it's, it's the colors are so dynamic it will fuck you up like <laughs> it will fuck you up. It'll be, like I watched the shit in like 3D. It was it was amazing. It was really good. Anyway, wait, so you're speaking saying, of black movies? Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> are you talking about? Movies. Are you talking about Spider Man? Spider Man? I'm talking about Spider Man into the multiverse or into the. Well, that was a movie. That's yeah, a recent it movie. Just came That's out like three that. months ago, yeah. two months ago. Oh, like so? Two did like a 3D ago? thing? Yeah, it was hmm. a cartoon. Was oh, it's a, a, wait, what? An animated film. I guess it's not a cartoon. Into, into the Spider-Verse. There you go. Into the yeah. Spider-Verse. Not oh, man. We just... Wait. Was, was this main character was Peter Parker Black? Yeah. Oh, they have a black Peter Parker. Yeah, it's Miles Morales. And then it has, like, Nicholas Cage Word. in it. Word. Like, a bunch of other motherfuckers. I, I, re- I once watched... A th- th- I once watched the play Othello. Oh. Shakespeare's Othello. So the idea is that, you know, it's one black guy, everyone else is white. Yeah. I once saw a production with Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart. Mm. How was that? As the white Othello, everyone else was black. That must be wild. Oh, really? Yeah. And because it's the idea of Othello, yeah. he's the more Venice, and there's, like, this a lot of bias because... You know, he's a Moor. He's it's a black guy, so he's violent, he's passionate, right. and then everyone else is white and kind of like, delicate. you know, delicate and everything. But what happens yeah. if you switched the colors around? Yeah, I love it. So it's the one white guy, everyone else is black. And so, and how was, does that play out? It was Patrick Stewart. That, and you saw that. Sir Pat's too. Uh, it was, I think it was on YouTube or something. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe not on YouTube, probably on one of those other, other sites yeah, that don't have up. copyright infringement. Issues, yeah. Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. you can watch a lot of good videos. <laughs> it was on Pornhub. No, <laughs> you, you have your set on Pornhub. Yeah, I, yeah, I put all my comedy on Pornhub. It's just the licensing. Do you YouTube. get more views? You get a lot, of, a lot of views, a lot of like hate uh, Carl comments. Gets more views. This right? isn't. Not, this isn't. Where are the balls? <laughs> where are the tits? Yeah. I do love that. That part about reading the comments on like porn videos is just that. That brightens up my day. <laughs> Most of the time, if I see the comments, they're like, hey, are you guys psyched for this new video game coming out? 
Yeah. It's it's like either. Are you psyched about Mario Kart coming out now? Yeah, hell yeah. Upvote, upvote. It's either real, uh, weirdly like really supportive, like 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 weirdly supportive. Like, man, she sure knows how to take it. Or yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like she could. I agree. Yeah. Like. Fucking ain't right. Or it's just like it's just like any other. I don't uh, like that comment. Yeah. She doesn't no. take it up the ass that 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 well. well. I've seen better from her. Or it's just conspiracy, like dives into that conspiracy theory, like the fucking nine eleven. So why are you talking about that on a porn website? <laughs> 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 clickbait. Yeah, it's on clickbait. Yeah, I got it. This gotta. is an interesting rye compared to the other rye whiskeys. Yeah, I gotta read these two real quick things for you, real quick. Okay, first off, was that like congeniality or whatever? Yes. Goes, although, as though all accents were determined to be favorable to it, they had a new accents. insurance of congeniality in the aversion which each perceived that the other felt towards blandios of Paris, an aversion amounting to the repugnance and horror of a natural anthropy towards an Odysseus creature of a reptile kind. What the? Congeniality. Definition. Agreeable, so apparently, pleasing in nature or character, congenial surroundings. Conge- <laughs> no, no, no. You can't give us a definition with the word in the definition. That yeah, doesn't do you work. But you, were saying that, but you were saying that oh, accents, accents used to be a thing. Yeah, for that mis- is weird. That's like, you that's know, that's you like affirmative action. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't. We're giving it. it. We're not giving it to the person with the act. Well, everyone else in, in the whole crew loves her. Yeah. All the other, yeah. all the other models, they love her. Well, not all of them, but except I'm for sure the judges. The judges can, yeah. you know. Does Pam have like a cot here? Like, no. Where did she sleep? <laughs> she, she said she slept on those fucking clothes. Oh damn. Or she can always sleep on the ceiling. I, I will There's say, like up on the ceiling. Spider Woman. What the shit. hell? So you could actually sleep on top of that if you oh, yeah. really wanted oh, to. Oh yeah, That's the insulation. Fucking cold in this fucking yeah. building, dog. Mm-hmm. If you ain't. Knit it up, oh dude, yeah. it's a wrap. I will say, coming down to San Francisco, like, like I, I haven't been here. The last time I was here was probably 2006 when I was a, a teenager. Oh wow! And uh, and I didn't remember. I remembered it being kind of like I was staying with a buddy. He was living in the Tenderloin, and it was like the first time I saw people openly defecate on the street. <laughs> okay, yeah. But like I, I oh yeah, the TL. <laughs> ah yeah, the yeah. old days. I've basically been living in Portland since uh, 2008. Okay. And mm. Portland's gotten pretty like mellow pretty safe i know that older portland used to be pretty wild yeah pretty gritty but like it's pretty tame okay. for the most part at least the circles i roll in yeah portland yeah. is extremely tame. it's extremely whitewashed and yeah. coming back down to san francisco it's nice to see some like <laughs> the tl is not necessarily like representative of all of yeah. it no, i mean there's there's tame areas of sf it's a it's a yeah. funny mix of like like I saw this woman and she was like walking down the street. She like unrolled a yoga mat and sat down and then smoked crack. There and I feel go. like that's a there you go. That's, <laughs> that's a good uh, best that's of both worlds, man. It's like, yeah. Hey, my opening show of the festival. Somebody may or may not have oh, yeah. heroin. Oh, oh, re- oh really? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Oh, oh God, not. that was so. Funny. <laughs> you know what? That somebody may or may not have smoked heroin with him backstage too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put it that way. Somebody, like, welcome know. to San Francisco. Yeah, man, it's in the back. Uh, dude, it just, it's just—it's in the back. You that know, you just gotta be like. Night, I brought my buddy in and shit, dude. I gave him like one of those fifty THC fucking pot pills and shit, and he was just in love, dude. Like the. 
like he couldn't believe he, I don't think he'd ever really seen like a like a stand up show like that you know where it's just like a bunch of young fuckers like just being real sort of rebellious and just into their shit and oh my god when my man walked up Zach Weissman walks up dog and hits I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> we're getting the party started, huh? started we're getting now. the party started okay that was awesome that was awesome the oh. whole fucking show was really fun actually but Oh, yep. man. Man, I would say shout out to Pam for sleeping here yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. I, I, mm. Have you guys, I, at least as a young raft guy trying to break into the rafting scene, okay. yeah. I would uh, I would regularly party until I passed out at work so that I would be there. Yeah. Cheers. The morning. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. 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 Dude, I used to that. sleep. I used to sleep. I used to work for uh, a guy making these like high end slab tables. Oh wow! And uh, this was up in Harlem, up in New York. Oh wow! And I was sleeping in the shop. He like, he he was just starting his business, so he didn't have like a ton of capital. And he was like, I can't pay you all the time, but you can sleep in the shop. Mm. And I remember that like no windows, a big like garage door, and it was like winter. It was cold. Oh. There was rats running around and all that oh. stuff. But it was it was I had fun. Like I like. <laughs> Event, like every once in a while you survived like, yeah survive. you bring a girl back and she's like you live here it's like yeah kinda like <laughs> just power tools and like oh yeah all that dude and I've, yeah I've never lived in a fucking I've never lived in a business but I've lived in like I think two abandoned houses in my life and those were fucked up man like one I lived in with this crackhead named Rodney. <laughs> he was the nicest motherfucker let me tell you he about was Rodney the blackest I'm telling you he's like this black okay <laughs> like that brother is black i was like damn bro but he's the nicest motherfucker in the world but mm-hmm. he's the nicest that's a weird way of putting it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait do you know what happened to him is he dead like your other friend last week oh david no david's fine oh no david's not fine david's very dead um i was thinking Rodney, i was smelling Rodney's weed cool. in this rye whiskey but i was thinking of sm- but then apparently it's just the cigarette <laughs> it's just the joint that you were rolling yeah no no it's just this i was just I was rolling like, a little like a little half a joint. i never smelled that before in this, in this yeah i bet oh, wow <laughs> wow it smells a little bit like weed what the hell is this <laughs> <That's> amazing <laughs> amazing this is just opened up just like just like that <laughs> the bouquet <laughs> just opened like, yeah, up yeah <laughs> oh man! I'm just it's, it's, it stings the nostrils. They've got to they've got to have that though. Somebody has to make that weed like, infused whiskey. Yeah, maybe sure. maybe in Colorado. Maybe, maybe in Colorado. Probably you got to get the weed like legitimized in every state. But that's right. that's gonna be tough sending it across the states because the that, feds uh, won't allow that. No, it isn't. I mean, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, 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 you're gonna be you're gonna be. Uh, see, that's the thing. You'd be selling in the back of the comedy clubs. We got like weed infused whiskey. <laughs> got a show at five and six. Down yeah. <laughs> no, it won't. It won't. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Ask for uh, something or other. Yeah. Uh, Overnight. All that. All that is gonna open up soon. I think. Absolutely. It, it, I mean, Canada's. Made it federally legal, like did they? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I okay. Yeah, we were just so we we're just so super conservative about about stuff. A lot of shit. I mean, uh, in terms of like even whiskey and liquor laws, it's still like 1940s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we haven't counties. changed stuff oh, yeah, since yeah. the person's the prohibition was repealed. Because if it's not broke, don't fix it, sort of thing. And we just like it's okay, broke, bitch. so it's like yeah, well, it's like it, it is kind of broke, but you still got the lobbying interest. So if you think about like education, is like a state's thing. Yeah, 
It's like every state, every county, every district can, runs their own education. So it's kind of like the Fed. Think about how, how tough it is to, for the Feds to determine what's a standard level of funding for all, the, for all 50 states. Like California is like in the top 5, 10. You have to basically give it the same amount of funding as Alabama, which is like last. And if you compare, like, you can't really say, like, SAT scores for Alabama versus Californians are going to be like, okay, let's try to, like, bring everybody up to the same level. It's just not going to be the case. Same thing with liquor laws. There are just going to be some people in different states are like, we don't drink liquor and we don't want liquor in our county. And then there are some states who are like, we don't give a fuck with what you county think. We are going to be a wet state. And then we can just have alcohol everywhere. That would be a, that would be a great slogan for, like, any state. Like... Like Kentucky, we're a wet state. Yeah, well, the funny the thing, the funny thing about Kentucky and Tennessee, the great thing, the great thing, the ironic thing about Kentucky and Tennessee is that half of half of those states are dry counties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they make the most bourbon in Kentucky, but like half of the people can't drink it or buy it because half of this, half of the entire state is dry. Uh, it's actually kind of weird, and uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Jack Daniels, the distillery where oh, yeah. where it is, and I think it's Lynchburg. It's a dry county. Oh, really? The only place you can get Jack Daniels is in that county is at Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels wow. Distillery. Yeah, I got a, a like great uncle, great great uncle who built barrels at Jack Daniels. Oh, word! Yeah, oh, is, damn! It is completely boom, a boom. dry county. Yeah, you're just making barrels for what? You're just <laughs> yeah, <here's> Cooper, the, and <laughs> filling water with. <laughs> one of the reasons it was dry. Check this out: the, yeah. the owner of Jack Daniels actually got loaded one night and kicked his safe because he couldn't open it. Okay, broke his toe. Got gangrene. Oh, shit. Oh. And died. Yeah, I heard that shit. And so that. from that on point on. <laughs> now they're like, dude, don't touch that yeah, don't, don't, don't touch don't. that devil liquor. <laughs> it's not, it's not, don't kick <laughs> your foot against a metal hard safe and then, like, don't get it amputated. Just don't drink yeah, liquor. Just, yeah. Just, like, in a very, like, just going back to the very source of it. <laughs> just don't have, just don't tell your parents don't have sex. <laughs> I That's wish, too late. We No. I wish the, the government, like, we would make laws. Laws just based on stupid shit like drunk men did. I think I think at the time drunk men were the people who were making the laws. Yeah, I, that's for sure. That that's for sure. Oh. Were, I think I read somewhere that the guy who who oh, who spearheaded prohibition. He was a senator. He had his own freaking stills in his own on his ranch. All those people, man. Like, all, they were all like, bootlegging. Uh, they were just yeah. yeah. I forget which. I forget who it was. Uh, uh, I'm gonna sound so dumb trying to figure out who it was, but came over from. Uh, the UK. It was whatever their PM at the time was during Prohibition, and uh, he had a prescription uh. because he was worried he wasn't going to be able to drink when he came <laughs> yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah. And somebody smarter than me is going to have to look up who it was. But he came and it was like the doctor prescribed him like an ungodly amount of liquor every day. Ooh. And it was just like sometimes mm. I feel bad. I'm like I, maybe I'm drinking too much. Maybe I should like not drink as much. And then I'm like realizing like dude, everybody throughout all of history was pretty much loaded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was actually like in the Middle Ages, it was it was safer to drink yeah. alcohol beer than it was to drink oh, yeah. water yeah. because the alcohol actually, like otherwise you'd it get was sick. boiled once. So you were, would you rather be like <laughs> would you rather be like nauseous and diuretic or 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 drunk? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough choice, but you know, I'd be a slow. Uh, that's a that's a good that's a good. Mm. Op- I don't know how much he was prescribed, but that was a thing in prohibition. That whiskey whiskey makers they could get an exemption if they were 
uh, making medicine. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cough. Oh. So old old grandpa's cough medicine. Old granddad. Yeah. That's be- and there's a picture of Basil Hayden who was a whiskey maker back then, and he was one of the people who had a few medicinal licenses. So he could, he was a doctor. So he's not like a doctor, but he could prescribe you whiskey <laughs> for curing what ails you. And then apparently winemakers they were able to survive. Very few of them here in California, but they were they were to survive if they were making sacramental wine. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sacramental wine for, oh. like oh, for the church yeah. for the church communion I wine. You said I was sacramental. Like, I did too. Like I was that's like, oh. Sacramento, man. Yeah, like, oh yeah, that's Sacramento wine, wine scene. Wine. Yeah, yeah. No, they might, they, wine. they, they <laughs> might have been, they might have been talking to some people in Sacramento yeah, about that stuff too. Wine. Yeah, Sacramental. Yeah. Oh Sacramento, god. I get it. Yeah, church wine. Yeah. So that was like the exemption. It was weird. I mean, if you think about that, you got to be like. But the thing is that they were making quote Sacramental or communion wine for purposes of people who probably weren't going to church anyway. Though they're just basically buying the wine because it's the only stuff that they had. Yeah, that is their church. If they're doing, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wine, just, hey, it's Sunday. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers. The cheers. sacrament. Salute. Yeah, salute. I'm already done. Yeah, yeah. So it was interesting. This Templeton Rye Parley, Templeton, the town in Iowa, was famous for basic, basically just the entire town started bootlegging during Phew, Prohibition. Nice. Um, they needed. Well, I mean, I guess the idea is. <clears throat> I mean, in Scotland, they did it because they just wanted to be rebellious and just hate the English because um, they're being taxed on it. A lot of these things with with alcohol just comes out of like fucking taxes, <laughs> yeah. just fucking with taxes. It is. But the idea they started bootlegging. The story goes it was Al Capone's favorite whiskey. Oh, wow. I don't know. He asked for the good stuff. That was the code name for Templeton Rye. It was the good oh, stuff. Shit. So what's interesting is that it's called a rye whiskey. It's not a straight rye whiskey. It's not a Kentucky straight rye whiskey because it's not from Kentucky. It's they make the they make the uh, the basically the vodka. They make the vodka in Indiana, then they ship it to Iowa. Then when and then they finish it up with in Iowa. Yeah. I can tell it don't taste like regular whiskey. It doesn't taste like a regular rye, rye. whiskey. It's a little bit smoother. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say yeah. incredibly yeah. smooth. Yeah. That, that rye shit like a it's a 95% the mash bill so the the, the, really? the the main grains that are used yeah it's 95% wow. rye which is a ama- which is doesn't really make sense to me because we tried the Jim Beam rye last time yeah god and that was a bit rye that yeah. was that was rye you could definitely like that's licorice real, that's that's freaking yeah. spicy and this mm, is way more than that shit this Man. is like um like apple cinnamon. <laughs> this is what the fuck we've been like talking about for the last three weeks on this show. Yeah, so <laughs> I, just went, I was, was going to ask. Booze and I was going to booze and hey, hey. Feel free to talk. Feel free to talk. Feel free to drink a little bit. You know, it's fine. I want to know what what do you guys like? What's your what's your regular show like? What do you guys talk about? What do you talk about? Anything? Just come in here. All kinds of shit. Just come in anywhere. Usually, like around like eleven or like ten forty-five. Yeah, yeah. I sleep in a little bit. Something. He talks. He talks for an hour about himself back, fuck off relax <laughs> go get some water some shit come back we were, oh the uh, idea we had i i, I, I texted <laughs> him a few it. i texted him a few days ago the podcast we wanted to do like hey because we both like movies and we both like music so why don't oh, we like split started? time like showing each other clips and stuff but but then you co- you, you told me hey we're gonna have interviewers interviews so we're, we can't do that yeah we can do movie clips well, we, I, could. Well, we could here's we could here's the funny part the fucking show started we were just gonna do movies right yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, really? Well, we that was like one of the ideas that we think we were thinking of doing. I thought like 
it was almost like a Seinfeld sort of thing. We just like come in and just like talk about nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's whatever like just so came up to our heads, and, and like there's so many people to talk to. There's so much stuff. I've always gotten along with paralegal Jeff because we got along when I worked here at this place and when I was in clinic, and like yeah, okay, him. he was the he was the custodian, I and I was I technically technically all the office. He was the head. I was no bathrooms. Yeah, I was an attorney, but they put me in the freaking hallway. My my office was in the hallway. Talk about privacy. Like, I can't be confidential when there's, like, there's two offices open door. I'm like, yeah. excuse me, could you, clo- could you close the door so that I, my client and I can have some privacy? Yeah. No, he's yeah. standing, like, where your desk is, and there's a door right where the window is, and there's a door, like, right where that fucking record player is. You're like... What the fuck? And then there's a would, door So, right you know, there, the, 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 the three, there are three, okay, sorry, there's three offices. Yeah. Three offices. One was, uh, the bathroom. two of them were, the two, the two of the people were the, were on the charge of the landlord side of, of, of the, of the housing clinic. So we were working for a housing clinic. I was you know, fighting the good fight, like prevent, pre- keeping tenants inside there, you know, mm-hmm. from, from staying. They own, they also, the clinic also owns several single room, res, uh, you know, residential SROs. hotels. SROs. So they are both landlords and pro tenant. So uh, like I'm, my office is next to two of the people who are managing the, the, the buildings. Yeah. So okay. I'm pro tenant. I'm like helping people like my clients were tenants and two of them like, Right next door with offices are like landlords, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Oh, that one main. That's they're sitting next there. They're sitting next to the evil, evil yeah. people. Oh. And he's got all yeah. the clients sitting there looking all sad yeah. and scared and shit. They got to run upstairs to the second floor, sitting between all these fuckos. Yeah, and then the, boss, the, and then, the, the, then there was the other third office was the was like the assistant to one of the head to the heads to. No, like remember the okay. He was one of the head attorneys who didn't do anything, but he was just like at the end of the hall. Yeah, yeah. Who? What was his name? Mm. I don't know. I hated his guts. <laughs> Me too. He was a dick. He, he was a dick. He was a total dick. But I'd say he was nice. My no, little, no, no. My he was a midget boss. Was super nice. Who? Well, midget. Oh yeah, she was cool. Yeah. She was cool. Well, I'm talking about the the uh, the white guy, the old white oh, guy with the end of the hall. Yeah, yeah. You who was like, was don't don't the- don't go into my office and don't step on my carpet. Yeah, wow. he's got this one little chunk of shit carpet. He makes me fucking vacuum. You can fuck yourself. And he's <laughs> he was he was okay. You know how okay. So some if you look on conservative websites and stuff and talk about this like bleeding heart liberal who hates everything that's not liberal. Yeah. And you're just an asshole because you're a liberal. Yeah, that's who he was. But yeah. I mean, you can be an asshole like because you're super conservative, and you can be an asshole because you're just super liberal. Yeah, he was just an asshole. I don't care what your political <laughs> views. It doesn't matter your political views. If you're an asshole, you are an asshole. Yeah. It doesn't give a shit if you're like I donate to charity. So the fuck what? I mean, it doesn't matter. Does that make you feel good by donating to charity, and then everything all the other times you can be a total dick to everybody else? It was like oh I. I I wanted to like make the tender. He wanted to make the tenderloin like beautiful again. Yeah, like know. there's, yeah, you can up. be the first guy to clean up all the shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give you the shovel. You can go ahead and clean up the shit in tenderloin. That's you, man. That's all you. How is that tenderloin museum doing? Is there a tenderloin? He started the tenderloin museum. Oh, yes, I've seen oh, it. I've yeah, never uh, been. I was there when they were building 
Yeah, yeah so he's part. Of, so he's part of the gentrification process. Mm-hmm. He was like yes. a born and bred San Franciscan, and I'm gonna gentrify the tenderloin. Yeah. I'll go leave an upper decker there. You know? yeah. <laughs> no, here's the thing: the lawyers. Okay, is like we were <laughs> right smack in the middle of tenderloin, and then like we had a garage where the lawyers would drive in with their Benzes. So imagine, like in the in the morning, oh yeah, you had the tenderloin, and then comes in this nice shiny Mercedes Benz, and like whose is that? Oh, that's the that's our that's the attorney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the tenant side attorney. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They had their own offices. I, I didn't. Car, she was a midget. Her car was like this fucking big and was all beat to shit. It had big fucking knocks in it and shit. We're only <laughs> hating on the housing clinic because we are disgruntled ex-employees that you know. Yeah. Do you still represent folks in the area? Uh, no, 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 SF, SF eviction, oh. <laughs> SF landlord tenant law is such a bitch. Yeah. Like you really have to be, you really have to be an asshole or a bitch to really be in, to be an attorney in there. Mm-hmm. Cause you, cause everyone, all the attorneys there are assholes and bitches. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Nothing against my former bosses. Yeah. Nothing. But everybody else too. Like yeah. The chick that looked like Seinfeld. The attorney? Is that, is she an attorney? Uh, look, look. She, she looked, 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 looked like, like Seinfeld. Seinfeld. She went with the glasses and the Fresley hair. No, she looked like she had that up hair, like Seinfeld. She's her office right next to the midgets. Next to mine? Yeah. Oh she no, left. she wasn't a turn. She wasn't an attorney. No, she like ran the buildings or something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Liked her. That's why I said not all. Yeah, your those were they were, were cool. They were cool. It's just that you know, one time I I was like I had this soccer flag logo thing. Oh, like, don't tread on me. It was oh, like basically don't tread on soccer. me. It's U.S. soccer. Uh-huh. It's a U.S. soccer. <laughs> but when you see don't tread on me, mm-hmm. suddenly you think holy shit. You know, I'm 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 part of the right wing bastion. Like yeah. I'm 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 infiltrating the, uh, the the super ultra liberal housing clinic with "Don't Tread on Me." I'm like, I know what or, "Don't or Tread on Me" means. Benjamin Franklin. It's from Benjamin Franklin. It's from the American Revolution dealing with the thirteen colonies. "Don't Tread on Me" with thirteen pieces of a snake. It is it is crazy though. It, but then you appropriate <laughs> the way that like, got turned into some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like it's. I've been thinking about this a lot because like, if you see anytime now I see people who are like overly patriotic i'm like oh you're probably racist or yeah. like you're probably like yeah ultra concerned like it sucks because it's like you want to like I'm, I'm we all you know america's you got, hang out and like drink beer and yeah, stuff and like have a chat or whatever america's got its problems sure but like it's still, still an like amazing it. place to yeah. live it's probably yeah. one of the better places to live in the world and that's why everybody wants to come be here but mm-hmm. like whenever i see a pickup truck with a, a american flag in the back i'm like oh that guy's mm-hmm. not he's not gonna be friendly probably he just ain't getting it he just ain't getting it. You know, nope. it's like America. The cool, some of the cool shit about this America is way too is like smooth for a ride. Shit that they it's weed very made. smooth. It's very smooth for a ride. It's it's it, yeah, yeah. You really like it's that the rye, good huh? stuff. No, well, I mean, I'm okay with rye whiskey. No. This is approachable. This is, is approachable. One, but this isn't gonna like punch you in the mouth. No, that's that's the one Al Capone liked though, right? Apparently. The smooth one, it's real smooth. That makes I sense. I don't know. Hey. I can see that. I don't Dirty know. Water, Chicago. What do you think? Ad? What do you think gangsters would like? You know, you think Italian? I, they may not like. Italian they may not like, like rye whiskey. They more, they're more for an Italian <laughs> red wine. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. They like well, Brunello di Montalcino or something. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's you know, even fun. better. Oh yeah. Oh. 
So anyway, I, I never got that. So where are you from originally? You from Portland also? Not originally. No, okay. I I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in Illinois. Illinois. Uh, yeah. I'm there you go. There you go. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Bro. Oh, are you really? Oh, yeah, man. I'm man. in the Kalamazoo. Dude. I'm right in between. You know, right in between those two, Detroit, and Chicago. Yep. Yeah, yep. dude. And mm, like I used mm. to go every three hours, man. Bing, bang, boom. Uh-huh. No problem. Down to South Bend. Go to watch a fucking uh, 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 Notre Dame game. Shit like that, dude. You went to Notre Ohio. Dame, man. I've been a bunch of shit, man. No, I, I'm just like, are you a Notre I Dame saw, fan? No, no. I saw Beck at Notre Dame, though, once. I saw Beck in 1996 with uh, Atari Teenage Riot and the Roots. You know he's a Scientologist? Yeah, I was going to say, was that is that pre-Scientology? Scientology? I think so, yeah. yeah. When did he convert? I don't know. Was it after yeah. Odalay? It was, it's the Odalay tour. Is that when he converted? Is that after Odalay? He's either just right like, before or right after. I saw Beck play with like a marionette puppet show. And that was like concert. after, right? That was that must have been after. Yeah, it was pretty meta. Yeah, he's still a badass. Yeah, that, when they when they were like doing Devil's Haircut and all oh, that yeah, shit, dancing yeah. and jumping and all that, like they yeah. had this whole they had this really cool stage they used. God damn it, what's it called? Oh, there's this really interesting uh, artist who like would make these domes, like these sort of geodesic domes. I think they're called, and they have like all these. Buckmaster Fuller. There you go, Brockmaster Fuller. We played at the Brockmaster Fuller Bunk, bu- uh, uh, room at the Buckminster Fuller. Dame. You're gonna be like Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, Brockmaster Fuller. Yeah, <laughs> Grandmaster Buckminster. But yeah, man. But yeah, so that was really cool, though. Just, you know, I love growing up in that area sort of weirdly. Yeah. I grew, I grew up in a town of like 300 people for a long oh, wow. time, for a yeah. minute. Like when I was like in my teenage years, like I just moved out of like my regular town and just moved to this tiny town of 300 people. That's awesome. <laughs> just man. did drugs. Yeah. <laughs> just got fucked up. Just did a shit ton of jobs and it was super fun, but whatever. Before I moved out west, man, I, I was moved to Detroit. Detroit. I say I moved to Detroit, but like I moved to, uh, it was Livonia. Oh, Livonia. But, okay. I have a sister in uh, South Bend. Yeah, absolutely, man. So I just wanted to live in a city. You know? Yeah. There you go. There it's you go. City. Boom. Here we are. Yeah. Detroit's it's cool, man. It's, it's, you know, the only problem I find with Detroit is it's sort of wide. You know, you really yeah. kind of drive to get to shit. Like, unlike Chicago, where you're just like, bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Or even in, like, mm. Kalamazoo, mm. where at least you're not that far from shit, so you don't have to just sort of drive and drive. Like, even if you're driving, you're driving, like, Grand Rapids or something. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. What about you, Carl? Are you from Midwest? No, I'm from, uh, I'm from Maine. Whoa. Maine. I'm from Maine. <laughs> Do you call them Mainers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, all the way on the other. Dude, yeah. all the way in the the other end of the United States. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Holy shit. I don't I only think of like two people I can think of me. That's wild. Okay, so the three of you have actually seen snow. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. I have I, never I've never been in snow. I I feel so left out. Ever ever ever? I mean, I th- I I think I've driven through snow. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never wow. been like outside in the snow. Oh, that's wild, actually used to wild. Used to make snow. I know. Yeah. I made snow. Yeah, what? For a while. How dare you? I know. Right? How dare you? Just like that was my job. You're getting in on your you're you're disrupting the whole snow making game. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a uh, you know maybe a unfavorable view. I don't I don't like the snow. You know I don't like it that much. <laughs> you maybe maybe is because like I, I don't know maybe it was too much snow. Or you it's traumatized like, when you're younger know, about it, snow. Yeah maybe yeah. just like yeah. grow, I mean you're growing you, like if 
you know, you grow up in it. You grow up having like hard winters go. every year. Yeah. It's, just, it's like one <laughs> of my first this. jobs when I was like, before I could legally even work, I was shoveling neighbors' driveways, porches, yeah. and stuff like that. Fuck. Like, yeah, bro. Anybody have like, so did you guys do We all did that rough. shit. Like, yeah. I know I did yeah, that Shovel shit. roads. You guys like bike, do you have a mail route, like paper no, point no, route? I, no. I, no I lived, I guess, lived out in the woods. Like, you can't be yeah, biking around in the woods. In Maine. That's how people get abducted. There you go. You just bring a bag. You don't even like. That's a perfect horror movie. That's a perfect horror movie set up at the beginning. They're just like a paper boy. They just get lost, and you just like slowly just keep going into the woods. There was one paper boy ever in the state of Maine, and he got abducted. And they were like, "Fuck it, we go, we go to the store." No, yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be like the the, the local a local post office. I mean, where where do you contract with that? There's like a distribution, like a distributor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're we're hiring. We've been hiring boys for the last, like hiring paper boys for the last 30, 40 years. No one's no one seems yeah. no one seems to be hiring. Maine Maine gets. You hear about that urban legend? <laughs> Maine gets this uh, interesting like view. This kind of like not a bad rap, but it's it's a place where in the summertime, so many people from New York, Boston. Uh, DC, they summer there. It's a mm. lot of wealthy people coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. Maine. In Maine, yeah, yeah. No. Like the Rockefellers own a ton of land up there. What's it? What, what's like the big? Because uh, like it's Newport is in it's big big deal. In, like it's somewhere in like in in Connecticut or something. Newport. Was it Newport, Rhode Island? Rhode Island. Yeah, but Rhode then Island. like what's the like? Is there what's like, the big? Uh, that's a famous like Rhode Island resort what's town. What's, if what's, you go if you go to Bar Harbor, Bar Harbor, mm. Maine, Harbor that's, Maine. Okay. it's on an island. It's on Mount Desert Island. Uh, and it's like, I mean, you go there and like, it's crazy because the Rockefellers have this estate there. They it built this fuck. huge, I mean, I it's, huge. it's crazy. They, they built, they built this huge, uh, uh, a carriage trails through the woods that was like back in the day when they were horse drawn. Cobblestones. So, yeah, it's it like is. It really is. <laughs> It, and it's 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 crazy. It's beautiful place yeah. to go. I dated yeah. I dated a girl that lived on the island. Oh damn! And like I, it was three hours from where I lived, and I'd like go up and spend the weekend. And we'd like you just walk in these beautiful trails, these like manicured trails that it's all yeah. that old Rockefeller money still funding it for like all the upkeep. Word stuff. word. But then but then when the summer ends and it starts to get cold and snowy, everything closes down. And then that's so Maine is where Stephen King is from and where he writes. Oh out. yeah. And it turns into. That kind of weird ass. Like, That's a shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It turns into that. Like okay, it, it's because it's completely just just nobody's it's there. Desolated. It's yeah. desolate. Desolate. Especially and if you go like to where he he lives up in like uh, northern Maine, like kind of like Castle outside Rock. of Bangor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I know about Maine for sure. It's Castle Rock, Maine. And it's like <laughs> it's if you go up, man. If you go up in the in the winter time, it's it's cre- it's weird. You know, it's, it's gotta be it's desolate. Snow Snowed in, it's, it's like uh, it, it's like you're in the tundra. Yeah. Hmm. What kind of what kind of fucking? I bet you got to drive like sort of bigger snow cats and shit. You ever get like lost and find yourself in Canada? No, I never got lost. (laughs) Yeah, everybody has big trucks. Just going straight. (laughs) Just just go north. There's there's a couple of like actually pretty cool roads that I I never got the chance to drive them, but there are uh, what do they call them? The it's like the Golden Road in Maine, and it's a uh, logging trucking route. It's a hundred miles long. Word. It's dirt. It's a dirt road, 
and the trucks are all on CB radios because like oh. they're they're just barreling down these roads. There's no and there's no other cars. Yeah. There's no cars. There's no. But you can go on them. They're no not. Way. Yeah, yeah. Not closed off. But you got to be like you got to have a CB radio. You got to be tuned in. Oh yeah. Yeah, bro. Just look like, over that. Let's turn that turn. It's like, like the most dangerous ass shit it ever. Sounds. Done in a long it, time. It's crazy. I've like walked. <laughs> I I walked across the road like the the hundred or the golden road because there's this part of the part of Maine. There's a walking trail called the hundred mile. Uh, wilderness, dude. I was actually going to ask you about that. Have you ever you done some of that? Yeah, yeah, I did. So I actually hiked the uh, the whole Appalachian Trail uh, in twenty <laughs> in twenty fifteen. That's legit. I did it with my the entire trail. Yeah, I did it with my dad. Nice, uh, dude. We, wow. Nice. We're both at a point where we we're like, I was. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. He was like, I need to take a break from work, so we just flew down to Georgia and walked ourselves back to Maine, basically. Yeah, yeah. And like, how but, many days was that? Uh, it was five months. Wow, <laughs> it was five months. Damn, of just walking in the woods. Yeah. Uh, you know how long it takes to walk? <laughs> you just walking? Yeah, man, you held it in the whole time. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's was, hardcore. We yeah, yeah. Quick plug: we actually we did uh, with the help of a filmmaker. We made a documentary about it and we oh, put good. it up on YouTube. It's good. called Walking Home. Walking Home. Yeah, check it, it out on wow. YouTube, people. It was uh, yeah. but yeah, walking. Through the hundred hundred mile wilderness, there's no uh, civilization. So for a hundred miles, you're just walking, and uh, there's no like stores, there's no gas, cool, there's nothing. Man. So there's something I love about that, man. There's something like intoxicating, but like so fucking scary. But like I yeah. think it's because I was in the Boy Scouts for a few years. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I can fucking do this, but it's still like. This is still fucking scary, man. <laughs> and there like a spot where you can you ring a you can ring a bell, and there is like a ranch out there somewhere. Or you just I don't know, but I didn't never come across that. But you can. So the I forget what the what name of the town is. Urban legend. Urban legend. R- rural legend rural. is what that shit yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Illinois legend. Illinois. The night. What's this? Would it be like a suburban legend? Like yes. people, suburban <laughs> legends. <laughs> Like the paper, bo- yeah, it's the paperboy yeah. rat that just like goes into nowhere. No, but yeah. you can, you can, uh, <laughs> paperboy comes out. <laughs> paper, yeah, he bikes up to you with a little Appala- the Appalachian paperboy <laughs> rat. There you go. That, that would be so awesome. Like you and your dad are just camping out, and then just suddenly some guy comes on the bike and just hands you the newspaper. That would be, that would be, that is like next level scary. <laughs> Like, this isn't even today's newspaper. Yeah. That would that's actually not a bad idea for like a horror like he comes and delivers like tomorrow's newspaper somehow and you're just like what the fuck was that? He just rides off on this like dirt trail on like Beware a, of fire tomorrow. Like, a, like <laughs> yeah. a old school 40s red bicycle yeah. shiny red. Yeah. It's just the kids from Jacob's Ladder, dude. Oh man. <laughs> that's see, yeah. A lot of people are like, like the people get people get like afraid of the woods or like they're worried about the woods and like the scariest thing in the woods are just the other people. <laughs> like there's nothing, scary. yeah. There's nothing scary about the woods, but just like there are some people that live out there. You're just afraid just like, of deliverance. That's what that's what it was. Deliverance are just like weird. Like man, we met so many weird. Well, there's that one weird X Files episode with the with, the, with those. Folks that were just incestuous and mm. just breeding their own kids and stuff. Yeah, gross. I don't know. We're talking about Appalachian Trail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because we're talking because because Carl was saying the, the only thing scarier, the only thing we had the fear about <laughs> the. My own zone. I'm the only thing like what Carl was saying, the the the, the most thing you're afraid of of the Appalachian Trail is other people. Okay, what about him? I didn't. Hear I'm just saying like the kinds of people you would meet on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, what about him? 
I'm just saying, that, you know, you could, what kind of people? Oh, the, the, well, the, regular the, ass country no, folk, like right? This, uh, actually, to be honest, like the country folk are fine. Like, especially in the south, there, there's a lot of hospitality. We'd like yeah, be wow. walking on the side of the road, get picked up, be like, oh, like guys would be like, oh, my brother made this moonshine. Like, you try it out. And it's like, all right, really nice hospitality. But like, I forget where we were. Maybe like outside of New York, but we like went Oof. got to this campsite and there was just there was like a Nazi camping. And it, he was like, I could tell because he Once was... Once he crossed the Mason-Dixon line. Swastikas or what? Yeah, no, he, he was like drying clothes off and he had his shirt off and it was like the oh, fucking yeah. German eagle tattoo. Okay, and like okay that, that thing is that you might... He, he did time in prison. And it's it was, possible you did time in prison. But my dad, I was like... We, I mean, we didn't feel overtly threatened, but we were like, I don't want to camp next to a Nazi tonight. Like, let's keep walking. Like, I don't want to do that. It just seems yeah. it's like... Yeah, Fuck, it sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> For G money, that sounds like a good idea. What you, next to the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, sorry. I always hate doing this. Speaking of racism, hmm. how about how about that Donald Trump? Yeah. What about him? I don't know. He's uh, a. <laughs> I think I think he he I think he left the the country hoping that the news would not catch up with him, oh, yeah. and then he just turns on the TV and then he's like, "Fuck this, Kim! I gotta go back." Why? What did he do? He didn't do anything. Yeah. Oh, he just beat himself. He was just like, "I go to North, go to Vietnam, see if I can talk to this guy. This guy seems cool. I like this dictator. I like this dictator yeah. who not who it. kills he, his own people, he said who killed his own in, brother. He said that they're in love." He said it like so I love this guy. Yeah, this guy's but cool. he's like I like him. He likes me and I like him. He likes He just went all Barney on he just went all Barney on the he whole world. I love you, you love me. We're just one big denuclearizing yeah, family. But he likes that asshole in like Venezuela. And he also likes that asshole in like, like He likes Syria. assholes. He likes any place Wait, where people kill that doesn't, like that doesn't, other that didn't people. go out come out right. He's a fan of that shit. Yep. So what do you want? Mm-hmm. I think he's a fan of America. I don't know. I don't know what I want, but I want it now. <clears throat> Isn't that the American way? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I want, but I want it now. That's really what it is. The American way? Yeah. 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 Right? No? No? I don't know what you're talking about, but that's cool. <laughs> Drink your damn whiskey. No, I already did, man. I oh, you already drank your damn. You already drank your damn whiskey. Like two minutes into the fucking hangout, bro. Apparently, apparently he's not into really just like my savoring the whiskey. Me. No, my back's killing me, bro. I just want to just eat all this up as soon as we're I we're gonna be. Well, while we're gonna take we this little go, break, we're gonna, gonna be. Pick up me a phone, and then I gotta go to my house, and then I gotta pick up some money, and then I have to run are you, back uh, here and do another fucking show. What, you, what are we listening to? Oh, well, not listening to anything right now. We're watching a music video? No, we're not going to do that either. I'm looking for something. So, I, I think one of the... Oh, sorry. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, go ahead, go ahead. Well, so one of the, one of the things that I really enjoyed about the, you know, the last lambasting of Trump was, was that he, <laughs> he actually paid lawyers to suppress his educational oh, files. Yeah. What do you think? Okay, how bad do you think his grades were? <laughs> they, that it's got to be if you if you don't want that even in out, your, as an adult even as an adult like combined that, SAT of less uh, than man I got like a C in geometry like now I got a C in geometry holy shit I'm not gonna vote for you like okay how well, yeah. bad does it have to be I don't know it's just so funny that okay. like because his base it's, his base doesn't care about educate like, no education yeah. no. Oh. 
No, but, I, but <laughs> really? the thing is that like no, but that's nothing. To, that's nothing to do with his base. I didn't know. That's dealing with his narcissism. It's yeah. like basically, yeah. I don't want people to know to know how dumb I am. Right. Because he yeah. he calls himself. Which isn't necessarily like that's not necessarily what you should. You know, if, if there's other things that just show how how dumb or how smart you are, your grades aren't really going to be. It's really kind of everything else that you do afterwards. I just think I guess I'd have to say just like that amount of money. Like just must fuck with your head so bad because if I had if even I had like well it's also that and just just basically only having people who say yes to you right yeah yeah I mean if I had that much money I would I would pay people to try to convince the world like I had a much bigger dick or something like that you know what I mean like I think that's what he does I'd have like a I'd have like a dick double small hands he's got big he's got big hands right I'd have a dick double a dick double on retainer. Whenever I wanted to send stunt dick double. pics, I'd just be that, like, hey, that's a stunt double hey Brandon, sure. come over here. I need to get a snap. He's on a retainer. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm a grower and a shower. Yeah. Okay? There you go. <laughs> Try to send it like a sausage. <laughs> how do you get how do you get how do you get the grower and the shower in the in, in the same Don't worry picture? About it. How did you do that? Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's a gif. It's a gif. There you go. It's a gift. <laughs> you didn't have to Photoshop that stuff, did you? No. It's a gift. It's <laughs> hey, double-headed. It's, it's two-headed, two-headed monster. All right, man. It's like twins. It's Wait. like twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. You ready to take your fucking break? Okay, I'm, God. I'm man. What are you? You're so pushy today. I'm pushy. You're pushy with your bad back. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. I don't even have a girlfriend, and suddenly you sound like you're pushy with a bad back. Their awareness, their confidence. Hey, hey, that's something my girlfriend probably said. Human in the world, I I learned how to appreciate being with people who share such intimate information about each other, and and these are sacred stories. And when you hear them and, and you approach it with that sense of sacredness, I think we learn more about each other and we learn how we can support each other more How about you, Sid? What is the lesson you Well, I think first and foremost, the notion of hearing someone else's story requires that you're listening to what they're having to say to you and it's a real lesson in something that a lot of people just don't know how to do which is to suspend judgment about other people so when you have a notion about who somebody is based on how they look or where they come from and you don't know the story behind who they are as an individual you might make some assumptions about them that are incorrect and by hearing the full story and hearing it from people the way they want to share their story rather than you coming up with the questions about their different aspects of their lives but them just telling your own personal story it opens up the opportunity that there may be things that you have in common you might learn about what some of the differences are, the different approaches people may have to dealing with the same kinds of situations and issues. And so it really expands your way of being by having that connection with people based on their own personal story. Now you talked about you talked about assumptions that people might make about each other until they share their stories. Have either of you 
been in situations where you, where you realized that you had made assumptions about another person based on how they look or what you knew about them until you heard the stories that, that you'd be able to share with us? Um, well, I can uh, think about one of our members who passed away, Marvin Smith, a very large, imposing African-American man who was a policeman, and he worked in Parchester Village, North Richmond. I have relatives there who knew him, and just the fact that he was so large and in charge and imposing and had such a presence, it would make some people reluctant to engage with him. The Marvin I knew was the kindest, sweetest, so approachable kind of person, and you would never know that on the surface just by who he was uh, as somebody who was formerly in law enforcement and then was in the role of the EEO director and diversity manager at the Lawrence Livermore Labs. So he, he made a transition in his career, and I'm sure that he brought that same uh, larger-than-life presence into that kind of work as well. Uh, Juan, how about you? What assumptions do you, have you found that you've made and then said, oh, no, now that I know this person, so not, so not true? Everybody makes assumptions, but a lot of times people don't want to admit that they make assumptions because they think, oh, it's going to make me look bad. So it's very helpful to hear about times when other people admit that they've made assumptions and then that they've been wrong. I've made assumptions uh, about a lot of different people and, and their motivations. And when I've looked at their body language, um, I might have thought to myself, uh, they have a certain belief system or a certain demeanor. Uh, or they don't like me, or they do things and I don't like them, and then the narrative in my head just continues to grow in terms of why, and, and I, I no longer, or, or I, I mean, I should probably say the narrative being that I make this assumption, and then I build the story to support that assumption. As I've gotten older, I've worked real hard at, at not trying to put people in boxes, because my experience has been that when you get to know somebody across race, there's a, a, a tremendous amount of, of knowledge and wisdom that they share. And the more you can build an authentic relationship, the more you're able to communicate and share in that way. And assumptions prevent that from happening. So I've, I've done that a lot. And Could you share what, an example with us? Um, I, when I started um, graduate school, there were certain other graduate students that um, had a demeanor about them, some of the white folks. Uh, and I found that I immediately put them into a, a, a category of being privileged or not knowing anything about my reality or my struggle or what goes on in, in our community. And um, I discovered that as I got to know them, they were very knowledgeable about race. They were very committed to dealing with um, ending racism. Um, they were outspoken and um, they became very good friends and allies. Um, and some of them even um, 
participated and, and helped support me in going after some big issues that we had as problems at school with the dean, who we thought wasn't really looking at bringing more faculty of color and speak to the service needs of our community in the data. Well, when we wrote this book, we had a lot of uh, discussions. What, what do you think? What, what were some of the challenges? Were there any, anything challenging about us all writing the book together? Since we all came from such different backgrounds. I think just the very fact that we were from different backgrounds automatically made it a little more complicated to come together and decide how we were going to write this book. And so ultimately when we all decided to write our own personal stories, it meant that each person's story didn't have to look like the next person's story. You could just totally go out there and write about what you felt was important and significant to put into writing uh, about your own individual story. So it gave us a certain amount of freedom about what we were going to do. And I remember the many, many meetings and gatherings we had where we started sharing little kernels of what we would be writing about. And that's where the excitement started really coming in. We also knew Marvin, who was sort of spearheading the whole notion of writing our stories. I think a lot of it came from his own personal fascination about how different we all were uh, in terms of the work we were doing and our life experiences. And it was the excitement of telling our own story, which for me was the first time I really put it down on paper about some of the experiences I had. And then the joy of hearing about other people's stories. Uh, we just got really excited about getting the book published and showing to people and demonstrating how you can be coming from different places. in store Love is the drug and I need to score Showing up, showing up Hit and run Boy meets girl where the beat goes on Stitched up tight Can't she free Love is the drug of the book on me
you can guess the rest. That's just fruity. That's fruity pebbles. So, um, when are you guys gonna be? Um Welcome back to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that too. Welcome back to D Money and Wolf Scene. That back too. To Mutiny Radio. That too. Now, now that we finished plugging the the radio station and us, uh, we'll plug our interviews. Interviewees. Yeah. Sure. 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 So, when are you guys gonna be appearing on stage? I'll, I'll I'll start off. I'm uh, tonight. Uh, I'm on the 6 p.m. show here at Mutiny Radio. Um, Do you show, know the name of the show? Is, it, the yeah, show? it's called My First Barbie, aka You Little Shit, and it's gonna be a lot of stories about uh, childhood, <laughs> oh, fucked man. up things that happened in the past when you were a kid, mm. stuff like that. Waxing poetically about being caught masturbating mm. uh, as a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened. I, I think I think my uh, my college roommate. Twice, caught me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's all, it's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I, I I think next time I have a roommate, I should actually ask him for his schedule so that I know exactly when his classes are, so that you can just time it. Yeah, well, you want to time it perfectly so you can come in right when he's getting started, or right when or he's right leaving. When he's <laughs> right when he's leaving, it's like, oh, you got you're done here. Okay. And then uh, yeah, Monday I'm on a, the 7 p.m. show, uh, Millennials vs Gen Xers, and mm. I'm doing an 8 p.m. show Monday night too. Are you, you you call yourself a Gen Xer? I, or no, I'm a, I'm technically a millennial. I think millennials start at like fuck. I think it's like something crazy like 85. I'm 84. 80. Like, do I count? I mean, I, I guess I'm like you're, a half millennial. Yeah, you're almost in that. It's called a millennial. Oh damn it! Because I, I, I know I, I would. But that sounds like a good. dangerous disease. It's, it's kind <clears throat> of a unique combination where you were born at, before the internet was really. Yeah, I was born when the computer started. PC became a big thing, but mm-hmm. then, like. You know, I teen. I was a teenager when internet became like a big thing, and then people with the iPhones, the smartphones, is like, yeah, I'm. I'm still Snapchat is just still kind of like, what got, the what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got my first cell phone in college. Yeah, in, yeah, in I had college. a flip phone. I well, I mean, I had one of those green screen, like <laughs> yep. that. I would accidentally butt call various people. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Wikipedia <clears throat> says the millennial generation started in eight. It's like. 
if you were born 82 till whatever, oh like 2000. Well, that's like a 20 year gap. That's yeah. not, that's not. But a, I, I kind of, I like that. I had never heard of that. Malexial. Malexial. I think it's 78 to 82 or something. Yeah. Hmm. I'm right in there. Hmm. But I'm, mm-hmm. I was born in, I, I hate to date myself. No computer. Yeah. yeah. Ben, when are you, what are you on stage? Uh, for me, <clears throat> I got, uh, let's see here, tonight, 7 p.m., uh, ah. Moms from, uh, it's called uh, Motherhood, Moms from the Hood. Oh, <laughs> oh. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I do a lot of dad stuff, because I'm like full-time staying at home with the kids right word, now. Word, word. So, uh, well, this is a kind of a vacation for you. I've, I've, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's funny because I'm staying with my friends and uh, they have a brand new one month old baby, so it's keeping me oh keeping me in check a little. There you bit. go, there you go. Yeah, I mean, wake up at eight in the morning on a Sunday. It's kind of you're not going to church. Am I? Am I? We are drinking communion did, wine. Did you no. mention this before though? Like maybe last year or something that you were a single dad or something. Uh, have you been a single dad for like a little bit, or am I just wrong? No, no, I. Or maybe I just heard it like the last the last time I heard you or something. It's gonna piss off my wife a little bit. Sometimes it feels like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, only because there's times because of her job where I'm like, uh, I have the kid alone for 60 hours. I got you. you. Know? I got anyway. you. That's for uh, sure. Yeah, that one's tonight. And then uh, I'm on a uh, password show, which is a oh. comedy game show yeah. where I'm going to try and score points with words in my set. Cool. Nice. Yep. Well, oh, do do we get to know what the words are? Or you just have. Or you just dig. Nope. Some are dings and some, oh. are, some are points. Yeah, all right. We did. I did the a show kind of similar to that last night, the ultimate game show, where it was like they I uh, forget the guy who ran it. Uh, Marty had a kind of bingo board full of like hack terms that, like, if you're a quote unquote hack oh. comic, you might use. Like, a, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Like, am I, yeah, or like this guy knows what I'm talking about, or. <laughs> But I didn't. Oh, a little too dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, let me explain that joke. <laughs> you guys played hack bingo. Dude? Played hack bingo. Yeah. That would be awesome. I got. I. I I'm not. I'm like a little humble brag here, but I. This is a great festival, man. Yeah. I need to get your ass down here. There is some fucking. I want to say I did win. I didn't have any. I didn't get any uh, dings on my on my bingo chart. Rapping I kept it. I kept it unhacked. Oh, so the whole point is not to win bingo. You want it? Yeah, golf <laughs> rules. You don't want to. Oh. No, you no. don't want it. Remind me. It reminds me of the the mad board board game Mad, where it's oh, like yeah. you start out. Where oh, you're supposed yeah. to lose your money. By the end, whoever loses the most money at the end, and if you're like, if your name was Alfred E. Newman, the guy who was like, who did the smiley face, mm-hmm. you you yeah. get stuck with like two million dollars, and so <laughs> you automatically lose. Yes, I remember that game. I can't remember. Like, yeah. It's been so long since I even thought about that game. That's wild. Yeah, 1986, 88, something like that. I remember yeah. playing it like back in my cousin's house in Seattle. Hmm. Yeah. And that was like the first and last time ever. It was like, this is an interesting game. Because he had it with the Trump board game. Oh, wow. <laughs> and in that game, you're supposed to make the most amount of money. Oh, so this <laughs> so like, it's like kind of like these two board games. Yeah, this is when Trump was like art of the yeah. deal, and he knew how to make negotiations and <laughs> knew how to get stuff done. And then, 
he becomes president and doesn't know how to do anything. I think Mattel needs to make like a pro socialism board game for kids. Where it's socialist like, doll, yeah. socialist Barbie, yeah, or commie, no, 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 bar, no. commie Barbie. It's like instead of Monopoly <laughs> with a shortcut. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's just like 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 called like redistribution or something. There like you that, go. Where you just tax. you get to move part boardwalk and Mediterranean. You, you get, get to switch. To, you the go colors. around a board setting up a new tax structure for the wealthy. There you go. <laughs> and then funding different. Uh oh, uh, Trump is calling. Yeah, yeah, right. You're, fu- you're just no. funding different uh, uh, social organizations. Uh, we'll make we'll make a tax shell. Tax shells are here. <laughs> it's just just oh, just. Sorry, Gail. We're busy right now. Oh, that is Gail. Uh oh, did Gail? Oh, call? oh yeah, it's just sweet Gail. That's sweet. That was sweet Gail. What did she want? Sweet Gail needs money. Sweet Gail's never given her money. Gail's just an old little black lady. She calls in. She lives in an old retirement home. She's a nice little lady. Hi, sweet Gail. She calls in like... Hey, sweet Gail. That's it. I'm assuming that she was calling in because she was listening to her show. No. No? I don't think so. Damn it. Well, ask you, sweet girl. So she, she no, calls kidding. in and then just, but at, but like just asks for a little bit of cash or something? No, she just calls in and goes like... Hey, uh, callers. She might have used to listen. Maybe she uh, still does listen. But I know she calls in. Hey, hey, uh, hey, guys. Uh, this is a caller. And then it's like, what's up, Gail? But we don't accept. <laughs> we, we really don't accept callers. Gail doesn't yeah. have anything to talk about. I'm sorry. I love Gail. I've talked yeah. to her for a few times. Gail doesn't have anything to talk about. So yeah. it's like, now I'm sitting here and I'm leaning over the phone. <laughs> I got shit to do. I'm like. Bye, Gail. You know, so like that's that's sort of how it goes. Well, well you should tell her to listen in. Oh, sure. Oh, speaking of listening in, there's a show coming on at two o'clock today. Hmm. All right. It's, how important is this show? It's very George. important. It's the Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a fucking YouTube movie on <laughs> whatever on. Do they do they say what the movie is? Or? It's one of the great. One of the great podcasts I know. It's really funny. Mike Spiegelman's in here to work on it today. His brother Adam is that, Spiegelman. Is that Mike Spiegelman over I there? I believe so. Yeah, his oh. brother Adam is a wonderful producer in Hollywood. Word, word. And um, Mike... Uh, I don't know if the mic is on. Is the mic on? His mic? That no, mic? No. 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 His, his mic will be on. What are you... What are you? It's on now. Uh, what's up, Mike? Hey, what's up? Yeah, um, George is going to be helping us behind the boards. We're doing, as part of the uh, comedy festival of Muni Radio, we are doing our podcast with a live audience. It's called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. George almost got it right. We're going to be watching <laughs> oh. two movies, uh, a documentary from by a guy named Tim Pizza, and he will be here. And then for the second half of the show, we are watching the 1965 movie Rat Fink Aboogie. Oh! One of the greatest movies ever made. One of the greatest bad movies ever made. It was supposed it's to be a cult rat- classic sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cult classic movie. So we would love you to come by the station or keep listening uh, to, and support the station. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watch oh. and watch and, li- and learn okay. yeah, and listen. Only, oh, the only reason you I can had- live stream. You can watch it with with them. Yeah. The only reason I had to bug us was because his partner is going to call in just really quickly, like at around eleven thirty, just to make sure that the phone and the and the and the like the lobby line and shit can all be heard real quickly. Just because we're in the middle of this festival and we don't have time to really break down and stop and do shit. Yeah. I'm really sorry, sorry it happens in the middle of your guys' show, but yeah. I just want to let you guys know. Try to give you like 15 minutes early, you know, like tell you like a little a little head headway. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Let's get it over with. 
Okay. Uh, and also, we have a fund for Gail. If you're interested in giving money to Sweet Gail, uh, contact the station and we'll give you an Whoa. address. <laughs> I appreciate it. So you guys are doing the 7 o'clock show and doing the mommyhood show? Yeah. Ben is, yeah. yeah I'm actually good. coming back at 2 for the for the movie screening. And I'm oh, gonna, you are? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, I hope I'll be providing commentary. Or, or are you hang. one of the guests? I am one of the guests. What's your name? Carl. Hey, Carl. Uh, what's your last name, Carl? Burger, B-E-R-G-E-R. Okay, are you with so Burger and Pizza? Yeah, Burger and Pizza. <laughs> so you know more about this movie than I do, right? The documentary. Part? The, I think it's one. So from what I've been told, uh, Tim Tim Pizza made a documentary about a comic. I think it's a comic down in L.A. Possibly that was he was randomly stabbed, just like stabbed on the street by a stranger. Can you hear Carl? Is Carl there? Uh, testing. 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 One, two, three. Whoa. Whoa. Get the... Hey, Carl, I'm you in are, the studio. Do you, <clears throat> you are a reverb ma- master. Carl, Carl. I heard him at first. Yes, Michael. Oh, reverb hey. master here. Okay, so this is what it's going to be like. And I have <laughs> uh, Carl Pizza. Uh, Carl Berger is here with Tim Pizza. And they're going to do it. Yeah, Carl, Carl Berger, is there going to be... Is this movie on YouTube? Because the show is called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. I... I Think so? I don't know. Okay. Tim Tim knows more than I. Okay, I mean, great. it's his film, but it's they they did a uh, kind of like a premiere or watching viewing at uh, a cinema down the street the other day. Uh, it's supposed to be a good film. I, no, normally we talk over the movie. Say it's a oh, great yeah. film and everybody should okay watch it. For, it's for a great film. Movie. I haven't seen it, but you should definitely see it. I think. I mean that that's part of the show. So I guess like. He's gonna have to be okay with it, you know. Well, George will be on the George will be on the board, so George can play most of it on the air. So, Carl, what do you think? This is the setup. Um, well, as long as you guys, am I going over the speaker out into the main room? That's exactly right. Okay, then this is great. I All wanted right. to test, and we've tested. I motherfucker, I woke up early to, to be here. I woke up motherfucking early to do this fucking <laughs> test early. So, are we good? All right, let me. Try to let me try to make some sort of technical glitch, and then we can fix it. And then it wasn't a waste of your time. Listen, we're in the middle of actual comedians talking about actual comedy. I know. Get, so get, I, get I your shit to together, man. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're easy. We don't mind. <laughs> I'm a Jersey comic. Standards are a bit lower. That's right, Carl's a comic from New Jersey. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, it's a Jersey, Jersey comic. What part of what part of Jersey? Hey, who wants to know? Uh, <laughs> that part. All right, well, thanks a lot. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Well, Carl, I'll t- I will talk to you before the show. Mm. Okay, thanks. Same thing, Carl Berger. All right. Thanks. Wait, wait. So his his name is Carl Pizza. Carl's Carl Berger, I think. No, no. I don't know who, uh, what wait, the wait. other Carl's is. My name is Carl Berger as yeah. in Berger. And then Tim Pizza Tim is, Pizza. is yeah, Tim Pizza. providing his film. So, yeah, we are having a... Burger and pizza. We're having the, the fucking Trump dinner of... Uh, <laughs> oh, guests. man. He doesn't eat pizza, though, does he? No, nah, but didn't he have Domino's or something like that? I don't know. He had the Clemson Tigers <laughs> to his... All I know is that he is, he doesn't do any sort of drugs at all. No alcohol. He's complete. So my the the greatness of Trump is that he does oh. all this crazy shit when he's sober. Well, yeah, it's because that is the best part. I'm like, how are you sober? And this is this is like it's because his brain is eating itself. Oh how man, is that great? I don't see how that's the great part about him. I think I, I could say it's the most terrible thing, um, the most ironic thing. I don't know. I'm thinking of something where I'm trying to un- downplay his uh, psychosis. Yeah, I mean, he is a sociopath. Yeah. The guy is a so he's a narcissistic sociopath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know. You tell me how to play that down. I know. I don't know. Don't talk about I don't know. I've been I've been watching Shameless on Showtime, 
and the main character Frank Gallagher, William H Macy's character, is just like Trump if Trump were just drunk and impoverished. Mm. If he didn't have money and he was just drinking all the time, it's exactly what Frank Gallagher would be. So I'd be laughing at that show, and I'm thinking I'm looking back at politics. I'm like, this isn't something to laugh at. I mean, he should just be drinking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he'd be so much better if he were like drunk all the time. <laughs> Fuck his politician life. He'd just be a drunk. That's exactly. That's what he does. In exa- I mean, what do you think he does on executive time? He's a great drunk. Hey, man. He would be a great drunk, wouldn't he? No. Donald Trump? Yeah. No. No? Fuck no. Okay. He'd be out fucking his daughters and beating up his kids. That makes and- things better. No, he wouldn't. If he, he wouldn't. If he drank, he, no. would, he would not be alive at this point. Like, yeah. that dude is. He looks the way he does and as unhealthy as he is after a whole lifetime of not drinking not smoking if he That's, had i mean if you look like that after n- years of not drinking and not smoking man he would be dead in the ground man yeah. drug-free america should just do like <laughs> that'd be like the wrong message for a party for a drug-free don't america don't be rich be a rich cunt to hate no, no, your dad. Just, just be like oh. a or just be rich but don't be a cunt about it oh, you know well, good luck with that well just don't run for president yeah. Oh, good. Good luck with that. <laughs> Luckily, that Man. you know what, a lot of us will be able to avoid that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe the FBI saw his records and like he's clean enough. We're gonna. We're, we'll be okay with clean him not being too president. Old to be the president. Mm. Yeah. You know. Mm. Isn't that weird? I still can't believe he won. I can. It's what three years in. What do you mean? I still can't believe he won. I can. I couldn't wait till I. I knew he was asking. He still. He. He. He's president. No. Okay. I. I can imagine he won. I'm still. I'm still kind of reeling from the fact that he is the president. Well, what I can't still because there's a Simpsons. It was the Simpsons episode. Yeah. 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 It's like a bad dream or yeah, real life parody of idiocracy or something. Average Joe, you know. And he appeals uh, to like, oh, he appeals to the working class, and is like, you haven't worked a day in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Like, he can do no wrong. You know, th- I don't still, know. To this Does, day, there are people who are like, well, I swear to God, I think he may have installed a tanning solo- tanning bed in Air Force One. <laughs> I still, I, I believe that to be the case. I mean, he spends an inordinate amount of time tanning. Why wouldn't he? I think he'd probably spend a good like when he's on flight. He's like, time, time for a nap. You head to that tanning bed. You want to hear a weird story about a tanning bed? <laughs> yes. Okay. This is really sort of weird. Okay. When I was young, my my old like bandmate, my like guitar mate, he used to play fucking Les Paul and shit. Really nice, heavy Les Paul. Oh. His mother used to own a video store slash tanning salon, right? And every fucking day, she would be in that tanning bed for like five hours Damn. a day. That bitch came out looking like this, dog. She looked George Hamilton. <laughs> George Hamilton wish he could add something on this. Wow, that man. She looks like you regularly and like a little red. She looks a little bit like this rye whiskey. Yeah, or like even like my <laughs> man. She looks like you, dog. And like to come out like this every like every week for years. Ooh. It's not good. I mean, that's kind of like basically it would look like you, Ben, before, and then after would look like this rye whiskey. 
Mm, this nice, nice amber color. We're really good. That's the thing. <laughs> she'd been o- she'd been aged she'd been aged in oak barrels for four years. Yeah, yeah, she has. Oh yeah, that's what she looked like. Yeah, all fucked up. That's not healthy. I, yeah, no. I don't understand. Isn't that a weird fucking? Who the fuck would do that? Yeah, I mean, I so working in the ski industry and stuff and the river industry. I spent like okay. I spent like almost fifteen years outside every day. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. At, at high elevation where you lose. Oh, yeah. Protection the atmosphere in the sun. I still love skiing. And and friends, man, I have so many friends that have things cut off their face and body <laughs> because of skin cancer. Mm. Damn, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh, just right? being in the sun. And that's just from the sun. Yeah. And then you're going to go on top of that. And head into a place. Well, I don't know. I don't know if people who like go to tanning salons. They're, they're really outdoorsy people, right? Yeah, I they, don't know if they're they like, want to look like they are. They, yeah, but but she's not. She's a video store owner chick who does nothing but smokes cigarettes, gets in the fucking thing, uh, sells videos, and gets the fuck out. It's the thing. I mean, it was, it's certain some cultures. If you're if you're lighter colored skin, then that's considered to be kind of like high class. Yeah, like at least in Chinese culture. Yeah, Asian you know, because shit. if you're light skin. You don't work. You're not labor. You're not working out in the fields. You're kind of like up and in, inside. You're kind of doing all the administrative stuff, and you carry day umbrellas, mm. so you avoid. So you're in the shade in it's the like sun. Dark skin versus if you're like darker skinned, and yeah, yeah, it's the same thing in India too. Yeah. Like I think are, it's I think that's pretty like global. Like, yeah, kind of horse. So they've got that. They've got in like, <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> In yeah. like Jamaica, they have like skin bleaching <laughs> products. Like, oh, there's see, a ton the, of these like reggaeton artists that I like. I I mean, I like their music. I like the the music, but they're these fucking like dance hall guys that have their own brand of skin bleach. whitening bleach. So, you guys ever see the new Sammy Sosa? Yeah, like uh, the Chicago Cubs. He, so you know how he like he changed the skin color? No, no, Sammy Sosa I did not did? know that either. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, just okay, fine, fine. We want to keep your damn freaking yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. your YouTube oh, God, page no, it's up so hard on. For you to click new window. <laughs> oh God, it's so hard for me to actually open a new window. Exactly. Ugh. Holy shit! What's up, Sosa? What? <laughs> That's an exit. Whoa, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy so if you guys haven't yeah. noticed, uh, so retired baseball player Sammy Sosa, um, he kind of, uh, I, I don't even know what to, to say to that, to be honest. He's lighting his fucking skin. Uh, I think you got to roll it up a little bit to the top of the head. That is crazy. Yeah. Can we just get like images? Let me just open the image. Yo, B. Okay. Oh, you didn't change it. So people, people who are familiar with the Chicago Cubs in the early two, in the early <laughs> mid two thousands, might know about home run hitter Sammy Sosa. Slamming Sammy Sosa. Slamming Sammy Sosa. We got a guy from Illinois. We got a guy from Michigan. <laughs> You guys know about the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. You guys know about Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Okay, and so, yeah, that's Sammy Sosa when he was hitting home runs on the left. And when he retires, he's so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You guys, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know either, man. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Yeah, one looks a little bit like lighting, maybe, but like there's definitely. The a one change. in the middle looks like the one that, like. Oh my god. Like if he ain't been on the That's the one where he looks yeah. like Ken Play and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, he turned. He turned yeah, into. He was from. He he changed from play to kid. That's uh. Nah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that outfit. That he looks. He looks. Um. He looks, poor, he looks Puerto Rican. He looks. Yeah. He looks. He looks really skinny. Is what he looks because he hasn't been doing all those fucking GBH hormones or whatever the fuck. So he looks skinny. Yeah. And then he lost all that weight. So he just. He almost looks like a chick. Like a like a heavy woman. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, in a new interview with Sports yeah, Illustrated. So this was a uh, I don't know when when this article was. Uh, Twenty eighteen. This is from last year. In a new interview with Sports Illustrated, took place at the Burj Al Arab, Jumeirah, where he lived. He lives in he lives in the United yeah. Arab Emirates now. Oh God. Okay. So it was appointed at the luxury around him is the reason why he doesn't care what critics say about him. So he might have. He might, oh yeah. So that's like reverse tanning. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. uh, those He's those awesome. those Arab those Arabic people they got the reverse tanning beds. That ain't. <laughs> so what is the? Is it like a skin cream that you just bleach? I, you know, I actually don't. I know that. So this this one, what's his name? Uh, fuck, I, hey, I can't man, think of the guy's man. name. Yes, Sose previously admitted his appearance shift is the result of skin bleaching cream. Yeah, there you go. I was gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, well, what you know, if you're a professional baseball player, you're probably out there practicing in the sun every day, and maybe that helps. Now I mean, he's living inside the lap of luxury, but no, that's, that's way too. Bit. That's way too different. Now, when you're living in the motherfucking UI, baby, Emirates, like in the desert. <laughs> no, because he wanted. I, here's the thing. I I think in a certain yeah, way he might have wanted to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, um, because that's kind of the. That's kind of you know. That shit makes me sad. It dude. does. As a, as a person to see somebody ashamed of their identity. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a all a product of the the culture we have and like the the, the all like the Instagram culture always being on social media and like people like seeing more and more every day just like models and these higher beauty standards and unreal unattainable unrealistic goals because it's like. People just are inundated with it, and it's like a it's a problem for younger people who are just like they wait like kids now wake up and just are like immersed in social media. You know what? And feel bad about themselves for everything. But this Holy was God. before yeah. that. This, this is before. This yeah. was before. This was before this social was when media. This motherfucker was just like man. I'm. <laughs> like the world has been fucking with me like my whole life, right? Yeah. And like, I could. I have all the money a person could ever really want right i can fly away and live basically my fantasy life and that's exactly what he did now i don't know if he's happy i don't know if that's the right decision but i know that's exactly what he did so i can't really get upset at him for it but i know it looks funky yeah. when i see it he looks funky. <laughs> yeah, yeah check, you should check out you so be too, the, the, the you know the he jamaican his eyes how his eyes look different. The Jamaican dance hall artist that I, I do like his music. I think it's really catchy. Is he light skin or real well, dark he, skin? He goes he goes by Vibes Cartel V Y B Z K A R T E L, and he has his own. If you just look up Vibes Cartel and then like either like skin cream or like skin bleaching, because oh, he's gone from like yeah like look at the. Is this it? He he also you just looks a little bit eyes? sickly. Yeah, like that picture there. Oh, oh that's shit. a pretty bad. Oh. Shit. Damn, bruh. 
but yeah, he he has his own line of this product that's called like cake soap, which is weird because these assholes always fuck with these people that have like skin wow. diseases, like Michael Jackson did. <laughs> yeah, like, hey yeah. man, look at this fucking asshole with this white skin. They're like, hey my fuck, look what you doing, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help this. Oh my god, it was so funny the other day. I ran into a, an albino and I was like, I had to tell him the funniest thing a white person said to me about an albino ever. I go, hey man, can you believe this white dude said to me once, hey George, I go, what? Is there such a thing as a black albino? And. <laughs> Um, no, no, uh, uh, yes, uh, I mean a white albino. No, no, sir, there's no such thing as a white albino. There's only black albinos. There's the, there's never been a white albino. That's not, not a thing. Yeah, <laughs> y'all are. Yeah. It was just so funny to me. <laughs> albino, what the fuck? Anyway, speaking of all these white skins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What are we looking up all these fucking people for, Jeff? <laughs> no, Carl was talking about just... skin cream, so he's talking about this uh, reggaeton artist. Did you find artist. the skin cream? Skin, skin Vibes cream. Cartel compares his skin bleaching to black women seeking Caucasian hair. Yeah. So what's that mean? I don't know. <clears throat> okay, so I guess I would say, like, yeah, use skin cream if you want to, but do it for the right reason. Yeah. You know, because you want to, you want to dye your hair blue, dye your hair blue. You yeah, wanna, you want to bleach your skin, bleach, bleach your, skin. your fucking skin, man. Don't, I don't give a fuck. But like, fly your flag and don't be afraid of who you are. That's it. Uh, that's the hardest. You know what's weirdly sometimes that's the hardest part for some people, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like stand up on their own fucking back ackles. No, I mean, if you if, if if you feel good, if it makes you feel good, oh, it does. Oh, you well. know, if you if you bleach your skin, if it makes you feel good, then yeah. you know, if you feel that you're, um, I mean, I, there's one line that says you're conforming to certain kind of cultural norms and like this is what people do. But you know, I have, I have a friend who has who has um, breast implants, and she's like, mm. it makes her feel feel good you know it makes yeah. her look more voluptuous makes her feel pretty it makes it like when she looks herself in the mirror she looks more fuller more womanly and then okay hey, man no problem no d- hey i know you got no problem with your motherfucking ass yeah i mean well you know some some breast implants are better looking than others obviously you know and sammy sosa oh okay i don't know i guess it's a kind of an opinion do you i like sammy sosa's breast implants yeah dude <laughs> Do you think he could have gotten a better? You think he'd probably get better pressed if he had breast implants versus skin bleaching? Versus skin bleaching. <laughs> I think he already had breast implants when he was taking off that GBH. Yeah, there you go. There you I go. Side effects. Set. Yeah, side dude. effects. He's that big ass fucker's chest got. Look how small it is when you see him like on those like um, white skin things. He looks like a. It looks like my size. Yeah. yeah. That dude is like. Fucking stick. guy's a monster. <laughs> Guy was cute. Uh, so cute. apparently, he's railing against other black people who are saying that you know. Oh, the lightning vibes skin. cartel. He's, you know. This guy is also he is like bananas. Like, and I'm not. I have a feeling he's crazy. I'm not an expert on like the Jamaican dance hall scene, but just like the <laughs> the, the dance hall uh, dance, like daggering is it's a big dance. Oh, down there oh they, boy, yeah, that's a weird dance. That's pretty. It, it, it's like what I'm, is daggering? I'm, I love sorry. I love the music, and I, I'm so fascinated I by the culture. But it does, from my perspective, <laughs> yeah. it seems like a little regressive. 
but like a, a I, bit of who, regressive. Who am I to like? I, I it's who not my place to judge. <laughs> but it is like daggering is a form of dance originating from Jamaica. The dance incorporates dry sex, yeah. wrestling, and other forms of frantic movement. Yeah. Okay, it is yeah. not a traditional dance. No. No, it is it of is. recent origin, no, associated is. with dance hall. It's just humping. But if you watch videos, it is it is aggressive. aggressive. It is like. <laughs> Oh, see, also twerking. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. but dagger like twerking is like a a solo act. Right? Oh yeah, you could, like get like yeah. twerked up upon. You do to somebody else. Daggering is like you're with, you're setting with. up you're setting yeah, up hopefully a, with right. <laughs> you're setting up a ten foot ladder. You're jumping oh. off the top of it and landing on somebody. Like yeah, yeah. If you pay, if you pull up like a video of it of just like <laughs> dance hall daggering, <laughs> extreme daggering. It is. It is some crazy Are, stuff. Is this stuff to be that they would show on YouTube? Yeah, oh yeah, they would show. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Jumping from a ladder. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. So this does include like pro wrestling moves. It, it like includes jumping? like props and like like partners help and like man, because yeah, it, la- the ladder dagger is like a move. That's like a move you do where you jump from a ladder. Jump from a <laughs> look up ladder dagger. Ladder <laughs> dagger. <laughs> Hey, hell yeah. I did not see any daggering going on. No, that's like, like a, no ladder daggering. That's like a the, pile driver. The dagger right? ladder. All right. You all don't right. want to get fucking pile driver. Do you want ladder daggered? Oh, this sounds awful. He's oh, I know what this is. I've seen this before. Oh, this is awful. Yeah, the, there's a lot of kick. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> yeah, it's Jump. aggressive. I'm telling you. It, yeah, and it seems to be, I mean, what, I, I could I could only say slightly disrespectful toward women. <laughs> Just when you're when you are sure uh, sure literally humping them sure. off the stage. I mean, Rasta you basically she he humped her off the stage. But here's the over thing. the railing. Here's the thing, and this is gonna be that a is little, that is that is aggressive. Be a little weird about this, but I'm gonna promise you. They got on that stage with her fucking awesome sexuality. Therefore, him bouncing her off that stage is just his like reaction of like, I'm a man to your woman shit bang. And that's all that is. That's that's all I'm saying. I ain't saying I'm smart. I'm saying that I figure that's what that is. <laughs> so that's interesting. No, it's not. I'm not okay, it wasn't interesting. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. We just saw that. It was a waste of our time. Yeah. Perfect. Please. So, so next time when you're with your mate, your partner, you know, introduce her or him to uh, what you call it? Uh, the dagger ladder. The daggering. The daggering. Ladder yeah. Daggering. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dude, that shit is like a sexual suplex. You don't want to get fucked. With Speaking that of other swordplay, no, I was uh, watching this documentary on wine sabering. Mm, where they take a champagne sure, yeah, yeah. and just like use a oh, knife. Oh, that's just cool. Yeah, different, different kind of. I tried to do that once, and I fucked up bad. See, here's the thing. My fear is that, you know, you pop it. You, you can't actually be in a place where you're liable to break things. Right. You got to be, like, outside or... or Even yeah. if you are, if you hit that bottle wrong, all that top does is just shatter, and you just glass down your hand and in the bottle. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. I'm just so, telling you, dog. Thanks like, for the PSA. It, so the goal is to take the knife and cut the top of the. So what happens? Yeah, is the yeah, wine bottle. Like the wine bottle is made in two pieces. Yeah. So you want to be able to like slide the the piece, the bottle where the two pieces meet, and at the, t- at the top where the where where the kind of where the lid is basically where that's where the most pressure from the carbonation is yeah. going. to So you hit it right at the point ah. where the car just pops. 
It slices clean off. Sometimes uh. you cut the fucking top of the of the glass off too, but sometimes yeah. it's usually if you're lucky, Whoa. you just pop the top off with like a sword or a big ass knife or something. Yeah. Like yeah, or you know, it's, or it's, it's the same technique you do like when you hit a beer bottle like on the edge of a counter. It's the same yep. thing. It's just you're doing it in reverse. Yeah. You know what I'm nice. saying? Nice. Okay. So yeah, yeah, same concepts, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> Next so, yeah. time I do a knife, you hit. can see it. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a whole fucking thing. You that's another thing. You want to hit it with the back side of the uh, yeah. You want the, knife. the blunt yeah, side, the blunt, yeah. the blunt side. You don't yeah. want to hit it with the sharp end. With the sharp end. And you see the the, the wine bottle is in two, made in two two pieces. See, so you just slide it up. across, slide it across Shink. that. Bop. There you go. See. Uh huh. Whoa. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's only good with sparkling wine. Now, if you saber and then dagger, that's a fun time. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. You get the champagne to, you know. And you pour it on the, pour it on the girl, pour it on the girl, and then you bump her off stage. That's a fucking party. Sabering, daggering. But I will say, like, that dance, that, like, Jamaican, that kind of Caribbean dance hall music is super catchy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Fun. Yeah. That's I'm like, I am uh, Are you fucking, a fan of, like, the newer stuff or the older stuff or, like, I, all this stuff? I like it all. And I'm, I am, like, a square-ass white boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll hear that and be like, this is, this but is catchy. So, like, this is good. Yeah, it's that, <laughs> that reggaeton kind of beat and, like. It gets yeah. you in the mood, man. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you in the daggering mood. It does. <laughs> It does. It's like you're just like fuck. Where can I jump off of in here? Yeah, where, where's a ladder where I can jump off of this? That's really so funny. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah, you probably should do PCP right before you dagger. Oh, there so you that, go. that that yeah. really helps with the vibe. Really going all the way. You it really helps with the vibe the there. Yeah. <laughs> there will be no end. The police will see you at the end of the night. That's that's bleaching cream. No. That's no. amazing. All right. Well. We still got a few more minutes. Yeah, I know. We got, we got more than three minutes. Oh, go. damn it. We got a few more minutes with no, these suckers. We got Fuck. Because I like to play five out. So, yeah, you're right. We got three minutes. Is this... Okay, so I'm looking... This is part of your playlist. Play is that... Fucking, that's not, not... That's not the cover of Cool Drick, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it's a cover of the Cool Drick by that's the Go-Go's. Go-Go's. Yeah, it's really good. Hmm. Oh, you want to hear it? No. <laughs> okay. We'll listen to it on the, uh, the, the, uh, on the out. On the outro. On the outro. This is, is that the, what you want to hear? I don't know. Okay. It, this is your stuff. I know. We could plug. We could plug. The this is something that I can't. I'm, we're gonna do. This is something you you prohibited me from closing the window on this. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. You know what's Mutiny really Radio cool? Mutiny Radio Comedy sure. Festival. <laughs> yeah, we should talk. I'd like to reintroduce our guest one more time. Oh. What's our yeah. guest? C- Carl okay. Berger. Carl um, Berger. Yeah, Ben Warren. Yeah. Ben Warren and. They are awesome comedians. One's from originally from Maine, but they're both out of uh, where now? Portland. Both out of Portland. Both out of Portland. Both out of Portland, man. And like we we've gotten a lot of cool Portland comedians up through here over the years, and it's been a lot of fun. And um, so, like, what are the gigs you guys are doing like over the course of this um, this run while you guys are here that you know of that you can think of? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sticking around uh, today for the 2 p.m. Uh, uh, watching videos on YouTube. Right on. Uh, I, I can't remember if I got that name fully correct. Hold on, I'm, let's Mike's watch. Mike's gonna. There you go. Uh, it's L W A F L M O Y T. It's the podcast. Uh, if you just want to subscribe on iTunes, just to hear uh, Carl. But it's let's watch a full length movie on YouTube, and we're going to be watching a documentary with 
pizza and burger. Yeah, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you, Mike. Thank like, you, Mike. <laughs> like, like, and subscribe. Leave a comment. Uh, if uh, only there was a guest named last name Whiskey. That would been yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna be doing oh, that. Rye, Rye would have been. Oh, nice. Rye. Right, there I had you a go. Named Rye used to call the time. But anyway, um, so, and then six, you, so you're out of Colorado. You're doing the show tonight. Six two p.m. Tonight. Yeah, two o'clock. Then I'm at six p.m. And then tomorrow night at. Seven and then I'm doing back to back. I guess tomorrow night seven and eight p.m. So awesome! Come check it out, man, yeah. my man. Yeah, that's right. T- tonight uh, for motherhood, seven p.m. Motherhood, seven p.m. Find out how much uh, food I've licked off my kid's face. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have it's got that's yeah. got nutrition, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got waste food. There you go. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my. I'm real excited. Sustainable. About that get out there and get it and then tomorrow night at uh, 5 and 6 on a couple different shows a game mm. show and a comedy show so right on right on right on big big thanks so, big ups to Pam for putting yeah. on the whole thing she's a uh, an amazing uh, person I, I can't I can't imagine that you know the amount of energy and effort it takes to like put on this whole festival so big big ups to Pam yeah, yeah if you haven't been to one of these shows man it is intimate uh, intimate chance to see some comics uh, do their do their art, and uh, you should get Intimate down there. Do yourself a favor, because uh, it's a it's a it's a small group of people that get to do this. All right, guys. And with that, thank you so much. Thank you. All this coffee.
Based on new dreams daily long cash Father's contradiction Sex six characters news And breaks on new dreams daily Each day more day Do in the work. 